All right, what's up, everybody? This is uh, Michael again with another episode of You Said It Best, Brother. Um, as promised, I do have uh, my first guest here with me today. Uh, I'll let him introduce himself really quick. So, my name is Daniel DeShane, and Michael and I have known each other for well. I was thinking about it earlier today. It was like a, like twelve years, I think. It's, I think it's close to twelve years, man. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, we met in college, and I think our friendship started as a joke to some people. <laughs> I don't, none of them are listening to this podcast, <laughs> but you're probably right. No, yeah, it's no. None of them are going to hear this, but it was. I think it was 100 percent meant to be a joke. But here we are, twelve ish years later. Yeah. Best, best buds. So, mm -hmm. all right. So yeah, yeah. So just here today, uh, we're going to be talking about Blink-182, uh, one of our, uh, one of both of our favorite bands for sure. Um, and if you know anything about them, um, they are one of the most, if not the most influential pop punk bands of all time. Going to be just chatting a little bit about them, um, ranking some discography and um, just, yeah, just having a good time, just chatting. So I hope that you guys are excited because I know I, I know I definitely am, Daniel. Absolutely, very yeah, excited. I mean, I we've been I, I know I've been listening to Blink for like a week and a half straight on all of my drives to work, just trying to like, all right, I gotta I gotta figure out how do I how do I rank these bands or this band and and their their albums because it, it's it's hard. So, um, so yeah, let's hop right in. Um, Daniel, why don't you uh, tell you know. Because actually, I don't even think I know. Um, so I would love to know, and I'm sure our, our listeners would also love to know, like, how did you get introduced to Blink? Um, I was thinking about this earlier today, and I don't know that I can honestly pinpoint an exact time that, you know, I was like, oh, snap, here's Blink-182. I just mm -hmm. remember hearing obviously like a lot of people, all the small things and thinking, Oh, okay, this is pretty good. Mm -hmm. And then looking up the rest of their stuff and being like, okay, yeah, I think I really enjoy this. Um, and so I don't know that I can really pin down when I just know that, you know, high school, middle school, I started listening to them and I haven't really stopped. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it helps that they that they're still cranking stuff out, you know, even to this day. So, um, for me, I I can pinpoint an actual moment. I don't know if you had this in your uh, like elementary slash middle school, but we had like it was like a yard sale where kids could just bring stuff in and they just set up like tables in the gym and everything was like fifty cents or a dollar or whatever. So, um, I picked up a copy of Now That's What I Call Music for, which still now that's what i call music is still making stuff today i just, just I if anybody was curious i don't i don't understand the longevity of that but anyway go well go side note I, somebody's gonna fact check me like no michael you're wrong but i want to say that now that's what i call music for was one of the first albums to make like top 10 and it was made up of songs that they didn't make you know it was just everybody yeah. else's compilation album so mm -hmm. Anyways, but on that album, uh, the very last track was, you know, similar to you, all the small things. Um, and I, I loved it. Um, you know, I grew up in a somewhat, you know, pretty conservative household. So, um, I was a little sheltered and I heard that and I was like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. And with all the songs that I was listening to, I would like write down the lyrics. Cause I'm like, Ooh, mm -hmm. this is kind of fun. I just want to remember mm -hmm. them forever, you know? And, um, I, I, yeah, I 1000% did that with all the small things and yeah, I, I, I got hooked there. Um, I, you know, I'm not going to mm -hmm. pretend my, the first like girl in sixth grade that I dated, which, you know, those don't count really. Um, but her favorite band <laughs> is like 182. So I, I was definitely a big fan in the sixth grade. Um, and then, but definitely rediscovered in college, um, uh, right around the time that neighborhoods was coming out. So mm -hmm. that dates me a little bit, you know, everybody knows how old I am now, but, um, but yeah, it's, I think Spotify was huge for me getting into blink because, you know, I had so much music at my disposal, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So 
Also, another side note, I'm looking at the track list for now. That's what I call music volume four. And there's some serious bangers on here. Yeah. Yeah. I no actually wonder think that now that you mention it, I don't know. I'm looking at it. I remember this specific one very vividly because I was, I was at target, right. <laughs> and I was shopping with my dad and I was trying to convince old him Paul. to <laughs> good old Paul. And I was trying to convince him to, to get me this. And I think, he looked at, yeah, track 12, get it on tonight. He was like, do you know what that means? And I was like, I don't, I don't even, honestly, I don't know if I remember what I said, but basically right. that, that shut it down right there. I was not getting, that's what I call music volume four. Oh man. I'm sure that if I had done that, my parents would have probably, we had this magazine growing up that would like talk about all of these like mainstream pop things and talk about, just sexually secular culture and everything. And I'm sure that blink One Eighty Two was in there many times. And that's probably why I couldn't listen to that. But anyways, mm-hmm. anyways, so, well, that's, you know, it's pretty interesting. And it's, I think it's funny that, you know, all the small things, you know, it, honestly, if we're thinking about it is probably why a lot of people got into blink, you know, that was yeah. one of their biggest hits for sure, for sure. So, um, but you know, it was, uh, got us hooked in there. So, well, so that was a fun little intro. Um, let's take a quick little break here, um, and then we are going to hop right into um, ranking some discography. Going to do a little a little draft here, which I'm pretty excited about, and I think I'm going to be surprised by your rankings. Um, and you know, you might be surprised by mine, or maybe not. I'm pretty basic, so I guess we'll see. But um, so yeah, let's take a quick break, and uh, we'll hop right back in. Hey, welcome back, everybody. Um, thanks again for joining us on this episode of You Said a Best Brother, which I didn't even, I didn't say this in the intro. It was like, the name of the pod is You Said a Best Brother, <laughs> which is based off of a Blink-182 song. So, um, all right. So I, I've got my list here of of my Blink-182 albums. Um, I imagine you have yours as well. And just for all of our, our listeners, um, Daniel and I did have some heated conversation about whether or not the album Buddha should be included. And as the owner and creator of this podcast, I made the executive decision that it's not going to be included. <laughs> um, as we'll give it a lot of respect. And I listened to it actually earlier this week and I was, I was pleasantly surprised. I don't think I'd ever actually given it a, a fair shake, honestly. Um, but you know, we're going to be doing a draft. So you need an even number. So that was the one that, uh, that I gave the short end. So no Buddha today, but anyways, so let the record show yeah. that I, Daniel, the guest voted for <laughs> Buddha to originally be included. But then upon realizing we needed an even number an even number of albums for this, for this draft situation, we, I, I relented and allowed we did try, you know, we were like, we can, no, no, yeah, we dogs did. eating dogs. We could look at, you know, even their solo, uh, or solo, the single edging, you know, we could have, mm-hmm. we could have taken the field, you know, with other blink songs, but mm-hmm. that, uh, yeah, yeah. It just didn't work out. I think, no. I think we got some solid eight, a solid eight albums to choose from here and we can go from there. So, all right. Any questions about how that works? Do you know how to draft works, Daniel? Are you good? Yeah. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll just wing it, you know, we'll just, we'll figure it out. All right. You know, just making sure. All right, sir. Um, as a guest, I will, I will let you choose first. So I'll let you uh, take your top album. And again, I think I'm going to be a little surprised here. So I think you probably, I think most people are actually probably going to be surprised. And I know that, I know that some super fan is going to hear this and absolutely trash me at some point, which is fine. That's okay. Mm -hmm. But um, I think, and this is for a lot of, first of all, it's California. My first okay. choice is California. Um, I'm just taking notes here, writing it down. So right. I don't forget. Yeah. Daniel thinks California is good. Never have him on. That's your note. Yeah. Probably. I'm putting that in my calendar and it's just like going to remind me every time we have right. a blank conversation. <laughs> so, and it's for a lot of reasons. First off on a personal note, I, um, and, you know, I guess some people may or may not know this. I, I personally am in recovery from substance abuse, specifically alcohol abuse. Um, and I think that was my first 
my first real concert sober was the California tour, Blink-182, A Day to Remember, mm-hmm. All-American Rejects. Um, and it was Hell just fun. right there. I know, awesome. yeah. I mean, <laughs> honestly. And it was – it wasn't Tom. I know that. But I don't mind Matt, to be to be honest. And it was to this day – and I've seen a lot of concerts since then. One of the best and one of my favorite shows that I've ever been to. Um and on a lot of levels, it is commercially and critically a lot more successful than I think a lot of people give it credit for. For instance, yeah. you know, Grammy nomination, um, knocked Drake off the top spot when it came out. One of their first number one hits, I think, since Take Off Your Pants and Jacket. I could be mm-hmm. wrong. Um, I think you're right. And I think that you also looking at their um, set list for this reunion tour, they even included at least two songs, I think from California. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think that speaks to its importance for them as well, regardless of whether Tom was involved or not. And so, um, and yeah, I think including the deluxe, the deluxe track, I think it, it really is one of my favorite and one of their better albums. Bored to death, the acoustic version. Mm hmm slaps very good absolutely very good song yeah yep 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 um favorite song from the album if you had to choose one Mm -hmm. sober okay okay not kings of the weekend well no okay i think i know no actually you're right it's Kings of the Weekend. And I, <laughs> I knew it. And, you know, and I, well, cause sober, I remember hearing, I think sober surprised me the most for mm-hmm. some reason. I don't, I think I heard it once when I, on my first listen through and I didn't enjoy it, but the more I listened to it, the more I liked it. But I, I Kings of the Weekend, I heard right off the rip and I was like, oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Banger. Yeah. 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 No, that was good. And I, I think that was a song that I actually skipped. Like I'd, I'd heard, you know, California, sober, um, home is such a lonely place. Like I, I liked all of those. And I think mm-hmm. we were driving in the car somewhere when you were visiting, um, Orlando and you're like, wait, Kings of the weekend. I love this one. And I was like, what? But it, it was good. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, all right. Yeah. And you're right. It is one of, uh, like based off of rankings, I think the album went gold. So, you know, just under platinum if I remember correctly um, in how those rankings go, but somebody can fact check me. Somebody smarter than me can look at that. Um, but you're right. It was, it was a solid album. So, all right. Anything else to say on uh, California? No. Cool. That's about all I got. All right. Just making sure. All right. <laughs> I'm just very excited to, uh, to get whatever, because that's not my favorite album, so I can just choose from a plethora. Um, uh, you can but, pick literally anything else. Yeah, I and I, you you know what I'm going to choose. Um, I and I'm not. I don't think it's surprising to anybody necessarily, but um, Enema of the State is mm. uh, is my is mine. So you're right. That was that not down. a surprise to me. That's not, and that's not a brave choice at all. You know, like that's talking about, um, like commercial success and went platinum five times, you know, it's a lot of people's, a lot of people's favorite albums has all the small things on it, you know? Um, but for me, like you're talking about concerts and everything is like, that was one of my first big concerts is when they were touring a few years ago, um, with Lil Wayne until he said, this ain't my swag. And he backed out. Um, and then it was just, <laughs> <Forgot Blink-22>. about <laughs> that. dude, uh, this is so <laughs> dumb. Um, all respect to Lil Wayne, but I wanted to see you, man. But anyways, <laughs> best rapper um, alive until it's not his swag. <laughs> that's right. That's right. That was going to be such a weird combo, but I was excited for it anyways. Um, but yeah, Enema, Enema is my top one. Oops. I just clicked on the wrong thing. Um, yeah. I mean, if I just look up and down, I mean, all the small things, uh, which I'll talk a little bit more about later uh, as far as the song itself goes. Um, Aliens exist, Anthem, 
Adam song, which is my personal favorite Blink song, um, just because from the seriousness side of it. And I, I don't know, just playing a different tone. Um, the party song, going away to college, what's my age again? Like, I, I don't know. I don't know. It's again, it's not a brave choice. I'm sure everybody likes those songs. Um, but at, uh, top to bottom, that's, uh, that's my favorite album. So good call. Yeah. 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 yeah I'm I also agree gonna... too. And it's, that one's probably my, I mean, that's up there for me. That's obviously a great album. And to be fair, I'm not trying to, I wasn't trying to pick and not that you said this. I really don't think, People are going to be like, oh, hot take, California. No, I didn't do that on purpose. But Enema mm-hmm. is really good. I agree. Yeah. I'm also going to blame uh, Enema of the State for um, for my taste in women through the years because Janine Linda Mulder is on the cover. So, <laughs> <laughs> We're not going to go into that, Let's- though, but... <laughs> It's another pod for another day, my guy. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Wow. If you guys could see the video right now, you would see that my face is very red. But we're going to skip. So we're not going to do a snake draft uh, where I would get the the next pick as well. We're going to go back to Dan. So what's what's your second pick, sir? Mm -hmm. Let's see. For me, let's go with Untitled. Self-titled, okay. whatever you want to call it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, again, commercially and critically, one of their better and more well-received albums. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think also that all the small things. No, not all the small things. Um, feeling this is probably one of my top three songs. Yeah. Blink-182 songs. Um, and it just feels good mm-hmm. when you're listening to it, right? Absolutely. Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, yeah. And so that it just, I think that was also probably the first of their albums that I actually like bought, bought, like owned mm-hmm. myself. Um. And it does, it sounds a little different than a lot of their other stuff, but I think that's why I like it. It's like just enough of their traditional sound and just enough experimentation to where it doesn't feel out there, Mm -hmm. but it feels different. Yeah. Yeah. And I was going to say, I was going to say in this album, I feel like the tone shifted. Like, and I think you, you could see how they progressed. You know, you look at their older stuff, you know, it, and then you go to Enema or Take Off. And it, this one is, I think, a little bit more unique than than some of the other ones. And mm-hmm. I, I think in a good way. So. Also, Always, another great, another great song. Mm-hmm. Down, another great song. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, just to me, it's just, it feels the best of both worlds, the best of them trying a little something different, but also them sticking pretty close to, to what made them really popular in the first place. For sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Awesome. Well, unless if you have anything, uh, anything else to add, I'm going to take with my second pick. Um, again, not a, uh, not a very out there choice here, but take off your pants and jacket. Playing it pretty straight today, aren't you? Yeah, I am. I mean, they, again, I know it's kind of vanilla, I guess, for me to choose these, but I might surprise somebody with some comments that I have later on. So, right. you know, stay tuned, stay tuned. But, but yeah, I think you look at this album. Um, I think Anthem Part 2 is better than Anthem Part 1. I'm going to throw that out there. That's not a hot take, but um, first date which is where the name of this podcast comes from. Um, You know, please take me home, shut up, stay together for the kids. Another kind of like moody and sad song, but that kind of just fits in, I think just perfectly um, with the album. Um, I, yeah, I, I, it was it was fun. It um, from commercial. Um, it was two times uh, platinum once. I'm sorry. So I underlined two times, and I don't know what went two times, but platinum once. So unless <laughs> if you have some kind of some kind of something to add there, um, this one 
I don't, I don't have a lot to say about it because it kind of, it gets sandwiched in, I think, between Enema and uh, Untitled. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but I think, I think because of that, sometimes it gets missed, but I think, uh, you know, this is kind of at the the height of their powers, you know, they're kind mm-hmm. of doing, doing whatever they want. Um, oh shoot. What was the music video where they just ran around butt naked through the streets? Oh my God. I know. I feel like an idiot for even saying it on the podcast, but I want to say it was, oh man, now it's going to bother me. Anyways, high to their powers, they were able to do whatever they wanted, and I think uh, I think this was this was one of those moments. It's what's sure. my age again, isn't it? What's my age again? Oh, okay, so all right, so anyway. isn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I, yeah, you're right, you're right. So, and that's I got nothing too insightful on this one. Um, wasn't super excited about this pick, but I'm glad that I got it. I got my two favorite; those were actually my top two rated albums. So pretty excited Mm -hmm. so um back to uh third pick i'll uh let you take over sir um you can tell who did their research beforehand and who did not i'm more of a wing it kind of guy but i'm gonna go with dude ranch okay all right dude ranch and um a big reason is because i think Damn It is arguably one of the best pop punk songs ever released. It's really good. Because it's, it's, to me, it feels like the right amount of both. Mm-hmm. Like just the guitar work, the vocals, feels and sounds punk without being as alienating as some punk can be. Mm-hmm. Um, not that that's a bad thing. It's just, it's, that's a more specific genre. Um, mm-hmm. But this feels, damn it, feels like the best of both of those. Um, also, let's see. What else was on there? There's another Apple Shampoo, Josie. Um, Josie's a good one. I like Josie. Correct. Um, and it just feels. That feels like quintessential blank. I know mm-hmm. um, Travis isn't on it, but just the sound, the feeling, the energy, it's just like that's what you think of when you think of young Blink-182 to me. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And I I was going to make a note. Um, yeah, you, you you touched on Travis uh, was not here. This was the last Scott Rayner album mm-hmm. um, before he ended up – well. What I read earlier is he got fired from the band. So that's, I thought he quit, but he got kicked out, I guess. I, for I actually also have some thoughts on that later. So, okay. Okay. Cool. 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 Well, we, we will, about- uh, yeah. So we'll save that. Um, but also a little plug for a different song. Um, but damn it was covered by, um, dead on a Sunday. They mixed. I think I sent you this song, um, but they mixed, mm-hmm. um, after dark by, uh, Mr. Kitty and then damn it by blink. And it was just, I, I love that song. I, I've listened to it all year. I saw it on, on the TikTok, and, um, I've been, been going at it ever since. So also let's not forget the underrated classic Dick lips. <laughs> We uh, we must show respect to all of the uh, the things that really uh, made us who we are today. Correct. <laughs> so. Correct. Oh gosh! All right. And it was just awesome. it was it was really well received too. I mean, critically, commercially, yeah. again, another one mm-hmm. of their more successful albums. Yeah, I mean, it went it went platinum. So mm-hmm. you know, very good album. So. I, that was one that I, I was actually listening to it this morning. Uh, while I was at the gym driving around and stuff. Um, another, another album that I hadn't given a really fair shake. You know, I knew the big ones, but mm-hmm. I, I was listening to the whole thing basically. It's like, all right, this isn't bad. So am I a real fan? I don't know. Cause I'm just now listening to some of these albums, but well, people, the haters are you're a fan now. Wanted. And that's, I guess what matters. There you go. There you go. Thanks. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Anytime, buddy. All right. Um, so with my next pick, I'm going to take Neighborhoods. Mm. Um, I actually really like this album. Uh, I kind of talked about my my story a little bit with how I got into Blink. Um, 
I kind of jumped back in in college. This one came out in 2011. So it was right about when I was, um, you know, really getting back into it. And, you know, there was a lot of hype around it just because, you know, it was the first album um, after their breakup, after they got back um, their indefinite hiatus um, that they took after uh, when Tom left. And I just think it's, I think it's fun. I think it's got some slept on songs. Yeah, I love After Midnight, um, Kaleidoscope, Wishing Well is one of my favorites. Um, I'm a, I am a fake guitar player. I have a guitar hanging on my wall, right? I'm looking at it right now. Um, but I know how to play Wishing Well and Adam's Song and that's it. <laughs> so um, <laughs> I, Wishing Well, just, I, I think it's really fun. Nothing really that deep with this album though. Do you agree or disagree? No, I, I, I would agree. It's pretty surface level. Um, you know, because this is the first album after they kind of got back together, um, you see a lot of stuff. Like some of the things I was reading is that they were recording separately and then it had to get Mm -hmm. mixed together and everything. It's like, you can kind of tell when you're listening to it that they just, it's not fun. Like the old ones used to be. And just, but but it, I still really enjoy it. I think the songs still sound good. Um, you know, they were they were produced well. They were um, they were made well. So mm-hmm. that's all I have to say about that. Gotcha. Was not well received though overall. No. Um, and I think I think too it was. I read something too where Tom was experienced, and you can hear the Angels and Airwaves influence a lot too. He was getting mm-hmm. really into like like stadium rock type mm-hmm. stuff like a, a feel and a lot of the songs do sound like that yeah. i think wishing well is one of them and i i like wishing well but mm-hmm. it, yeah it's not it's not adam's song or damn it correct <laughs> or feeling this it's they're not yeah. that good exactly so. all right sir i will uh i'll let you take uh let you take the next pick only have two albums left so okay i you know, I think I'm going to be, I'm taking it upon myself to be the banner carrier for the Matskiva era. And I will and, go and with you nine. Should. And I'll go oh. with nine. Oh, okay. All right. I'm, I'm a little surprised. Okay. Um, I just, I don't mind Matskiva. I think it's a really good album and I love that he doesn't. And they didn't try to make him sound or do or be Tom. Cause I think there's a real risk, especially right off the bat to be like, cause his voice is so specific. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And so I think it would have been easy to be like, can you try to sound a little bit like him? And no, they let him do <laughs> and sound. <laughs> can you at least can you try not sound like yourself, please? Yeah. Can you, but like, no, they let him go um, do his thing. And I think that nine also sounds, and I know that we like blink One Eighty Two for a lot of reasons. It's mm-hmm. um, refusal to grow up and immaturity being one yeah. of them. But I think some dick jokes, I think exactly. I think that, they also prove with nine. And I think this is on some other, um, I should have mentioned this in some of my other ones too, but like they can be serious and grown up when they need to. Mm-hmm. And I think nine kind of, um, kind of sets that really well. Um, I love, I really wish I hated you. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. that is a excellent song in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, it didn't do bad commercially. Didn't do great, but um, I think it debuted at like three, if I remember right. I wrote that down, but I don't have it in I, front of me. Yeah, I didn't um, take those notes. And Dark Side is great. Dark Side is good. I mm-hmm. I think my favorite is Hung Over You. Um, I thought that mm-hmm. was pretty good too. Mm-hmm. I think this one had. That one got me through through a breakup at one point. I was like, mm, this makes me feel moody and sad. So you are moody and sad. I am moody. I'm pretty emotional. So uh I love you kind of Adam's talk. song. Shut up. Get out of here. <laughs> You're not invited back. Um oh, dang. 
but yeah, no, we could take a moment whenever, uh, but I feel like now is as good a time as ever. Uh, Matt Skiba, uh, you know, the band wouldn't be here today without him. So, you know, he, you're right. He definitely does sound different, but he stepped up in, uh, in a time of need. And mm-hmm. um, so mad, res- mad respect to him. And I think even Tom will like, reached out to him when he was like, Hey, it's time for me to come back. You know, he's like, Hey, I appreciate it. You know, while mm-hmm. keeping it going while he was gone. So who also side note started another new project pretty quickly after. Yeah. Um, oh, what's the name? I don't know. I don't remember what the You're name the one brought it up. So yeah, no, I know. <laughs> Let's see who's faster. Good grief. Electron. Okay. With AFI. Um, oh, okay. Interesting. And some other, oh, who was it? I think against me members and hmm. um, another plug. They sound really good. So okay. um, go support Matt. It's an Electron. Yeah. Probably won't, but thanks. Get out of here. <laughs> All right. Um, so with the last pick, um, because it's the only option that's left, I'm going to take Cheshire Cat, and I'm really, really excited to talk about it. Um, I'm not going to lie to our, our listeners here. I, I talked to Daniel about this album yesterday. I explained, well, I'm going to explain it a little bit different. So I feel like Cheshire Cat and Buddha are both kind of like Hermione in Sorcerer's Stone, right? Like you could see the groundwork. <laughs> You did not tell me. <laughs> I did not tell you this. No. Um, you know, like Hermione back in the day, you know, she's kind of shy and she's like, you know, kind of odd. She's out there a little bit. But then by Goblet of Fire, you're like, damn, okay. You know? Mm-hmm. And I think mm-hmm. that's kind of that's kind of the story of Blink. So you see uh, Cheshire Cat and Buddha, like the, the groundwork is there. Um, but then, then it kind of blossoms into something better in my opinion but i'm very happy to take cheshire cat with my uh with my last pick here um i think m&m's uh, was really good I, this is one i was listening to here recently m&m's um romeo and rebecca um oh shoot a carousel obviously really good um mm-hmm. i don't know how to pronounce this is it i don't mm, i don't know if i'm gonna say is it cacophony i don't know how to pronounce that cacophony you know, cacophony okay whatever like i I like that too i i only listened to it a couple times so yeah, i promise we're fans yeah right right, right. <laughs> i just I, I really am um but these albums i didn't listen to as much as the other ones so mm-hmm. again very excited to add it as my my anchor um what do they call it in the nfl the, that last pick of the draft it's like mm, well that's mine here. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> all right. Well, that's our uh, that's our ranking. So, just to recap, um, Daniel ended up with uh, California, Untitled, Dude Ranch in nine, which you know, solid lineup. Mm-hmm. Um, mine's better. I got uh, Anima of the State, Take Off Your Pants and Jacket, Neighborhoods, and Cheshire Cat. So, I'll take it. I'll take it. Yeah. Well, you know, <laughs> mine's better. It's on. Opinions are like butts. We all got one, right? And that's what people say. Um, it's, let's take, I've never said, <laughs> well, missing out. <laughs> All right. Um, let's take a quick break and then I've got, uh, got some questions. We can kind of just chat a little bit more, just blink 182 stuff in general. And then if you have anything prepped that you would like to ask or talk about, like totally down, but let's take a quick break and come back. Okay. That's a super quick break. What a fun sound. All right. You ready? Yeah. I hope Kinda we don't sound dumb. Huh? I hope we don't no, sound dumb. No, some of these are good songs. No, right. All right. Um, so you kind of talked on this earlier, uh, but what's your favorite song? Is it for sure feeling this? No. Um, oh. I'm going to go with Man Overboard. Okay. All right. That one's good too. Why Man Overboard? Um. Again... Because <clears throat> although they have not come right out and said it, I the the general consensus is that it's about um, Reiner. Mm-hmm. Um, and 
like you said, he was let go because of alcohol abuse. Mm -hmm. Um, and so as somebody who has struggled with that before it, it hits me a little harder. Mm -hmm. Um, and because it comes from the side of the people that, that those decisions affected, it really kind of allowed me to see, I don't say allowed, but it like is a reminder of like how my actions and just in general, not necessarily with like substance abuse, but like actions affect people, you know? Right. And like, even like as they were kind of gaining traction, getting more and more successful, um, he was just not, I just couldn't stop drinking, you know? Mm -hmm. And it's like, it's a reminder of how powerful that stuff can be. And musically, I just like it. It's just a fun song. Yeah. Um, no, it so not fun, but like, you know, like musically, it's just, I like listening to it even before I knew what it was like, yeah. you know, the, the, the content. So, right. 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 No. And I think even, you know, in those moments, if you can disguise something that's a little bit more serious and if man overboard is a little, it's, it's pretty upbeat, you know, it's not like mm -hmm. super like sad. It's not like I miss you where it's just like, mm, super, like the tone is definitely different in that song, right. you know, uh, man overboard is not the same. It's not really like that. And I, and I think that's another thing too. And I, <clears throat> it, it, again, a lot of people know Blink-182 is like the band that makes a lot of dick jokes, but, but like when push comes to shove, like with Adam's song, I miss you, things like that. that this song also, it, it, um, they can be serious and talk about serious things. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, it's not as, as deep as some other bands or anything like that, but right. It's, they're not afraid to make songs about that stuff. For sure. Awesome. Well, thank you for sharing. Mm -hmm. Um, mine is Adam song for sure. Um, if you're a friend of mine on social media, I share, you know, Spotify wrapped or whatever every year, basically. And it's pretty much always my number one song. Um, always. it has yeah, it has been for a long time, which we didn't talk about always. Like we talked about all these albums. We didn't say that song. We missed out. But anyways, um, Adam I song. I did. Did you? Okay. All right. Cool. Because um, that's a bop. But yeah, Adam song, I think, I, I think, uh, you know, it's a, it, it is a sad song. But like when I really listened to the words and like looked it up and everything and like looked at the story, you know, about, um, you know, um, Mark's parents divorce um it was there there was hope in it right you know like in the end like it is a sad song talking about loneliness talking about sad things but like it, you just you listen to the progression and where it ends up and it's like you know yeah he's at the end like i just can't wait to spend time in my room alone but it's like he is spending time still you know because like at one point in the song you right. just feel like it's it's not gonna end in a good positive way so mm -hmm. um I, I yeah i i just re i really like it i think uh, again that uh just the theme of hope is is always good so mm -hmm. goes down Absolutely. as my favorite good pick what about uh what about most overrated it pains me to do this and i know that it's also not i think it's i think it's a probably popular opinion but again like it pains me to do it but I think all the small things is probably yes. pretty overrated. Yep. And I didn't always think that. I didn't always think that. And I think I've told you that before, but it just, it's, it may have been how I got introduced, but like, it's not one of their better songs in my no. opinion, not from a songwriting standpoint or anything. I mean, it's catchy, mm -hmm. you know, and that's arguably how a lot of people got into it. And I guess that's what you got to do. It makes them more accessible. Yeah. Um, but Great song for the radio. Correct. But I just don't know that I listen to it a lot now that I've explored the rest, rest of their discography, you right. know, um, there's yeah. only so no, many times you can say, na na na. From like, okay. Okay. 
Although whenever whenever somebody says work sucks, like if they if if I don't I respond, I know right. And I'm like, okay, you know, you're and not. Say, cool. And I mean, it's fun to do. It's fun to hear live as well, like mm-hmm. to hear everybody yeah. saying that. But I guess like if I'm just listening, I'm like, eh, yeah, yeah. Could, Music could, video is cool though. Music video is cool, but I agree with you. The song itself—that's what I wrote down to. All the small things, and for all the reasons that you already said. So, I'm not gonna not gonna beat it at a horse there. So, um, all right. If you had to choose one of the uh, side projects, which one are you taking? Side projects. Hmm. I didn't prep you for this one, so. No, you didn't. Which is fine. I just gotta think. Let's see. I think I gotta go with Angels and Airwaves, man. Okay. Just overall, top to bottom. Just top to yeah. Yeah. Okay. I and that's good. That's not I know a bad that's answer. not I know that that's not even like. I know that that's hard to consider like a side project because he left completely for it for several years. You know, for but. several years and reasons and things like that. But I think I mean like. Because aliens exist. Right. Correct. Um, so I don't know. That may not be even fair to call that a side project. But if we're doing things that the, the classic lineup has done outside of Blink, I think that Angels and Airwaves is probably my favorite. Yeah. I'm a boxcar racer guy. Um, only the one album, but, you know, Tom and Travis together. like. Mm-hmm. I mean, anything that Travis touches seems to just be incredible. And right. we can talk about him in a minute too. I got another question coming up, but mm-hmm. um, I think, yeah, boxcar racer for sure. There's uh, a for plus me. 44 is not bad. It's not bad. Mm-hmm. It's, it's the bottom of my bottom of my list, but mm-hmm. it, it, it wasn't bad. I like Mark. I like how serious he is, but I think he needs to be balanced by something, by somebody mm-hmm. who's a little bit more fun and, you know, not that he's not a fun guy because he definitely seems to be, um, mm-hmm. but I think he needs some of that positive and just like, ah, oh, like Tom thinks aliens exist. And Correct. I think they do too, but you know, mm-hmm. Tom's going to spend years trying to find them. So, yeah. um, <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, he did what he was, I mean, he did what he set out to do. He sure did. I have not watched his documentary. I need to. Yeah. So, um, just a couple. Well, actually, mm, yeah, two more questions. Okay. So, what do you think makes Blink different from other pop punk bands? Mm, that's tough. That's tough. Um, I I think that. Travis, Mark, and Tom together just have something that nobody else in that genre could put together mm-hmm. realistically. Like their their chemistry to me is evident on like all the albums. And it's just magnetic. Mm-hmm. You know? Like you just want to listen to them make music. Yeah. Um, and not that other other bands aren't, you know, not that they don't click. It's just there mm-hmm. was always something different about their energy to me. Yeah. Both off off camera, on a track, you know, if you follow any of them on social media, that kind of thing. Even even when they were not together. Their personalities are just so distinct and so big. And the mm-hmm. fact that they get along together so well and make such good music is just most of the time they get along. Most Yeah, well, yeah. Okay. Valid. Um <clears throat> I think I think that's part of the reason why, and it and it's it's the ability to switch between songs like, um, you know, oh, what song am I trying to think of? You know, just like the sillier ones, the skits or whatever, and then to put mm-hmm. on an Adam song or something like that. Yeah, to yeah. switch like that, and they both be good. You both still want to you want to listen to both. Yeah. Yeah, no, and I think you, I think you got it, and I think you actually said it a little better than I'd written down. I'm, I think they were, they were a little bit tamer um, because of their like how they how they meshed. You know, if you look at other bands from the time, like even like Simple Plan, Green Day, like. 
they were a little bit darker, I think, mm-hmm. just even how they like presented themselves. And mm-hmm. I think the way that Blink presented themselves, like they were they were fun and outgoing. I mean, you look at Travis, he's got tattoos literally all over his body. So, you know, some Correct. some people would be like, Oh my gosh, but they but they were fun, you know, mm-hmm. they they were having a good time. Um, you know, they'd cuss at each other and then they'd be like, All right, but we actually love each other, so it's fine. Mm-hmm. And then they tell a dick joke. So there you go. Correct. Um, uh, last question that I have, and again, you can, if you got anything, we can go into it. Um, but if you could spend a day with one member of Blink-182, which one would you spend time with? Hmm. Let's be clear first. I would, I would spend a day with any of them. Okay. They're not Point. listening to this podcast. You don't have to like, you know, suck up to them or anything. No, no, no. I know. No, I know that. But like, like given the option, I would hang out with all three of them individually if I could. But if you're going to sure. make me pick, mm-hmm. I think I'm going to pick Tom. Yeah. Um, simply because... I just want to pick his brain about UFOs, man. <laughs> like, I just like, tell me, tell me everything that you know. Now. What drug were you taking when you said that I want to quit this band and go chase UFOs for eight years? Yeah, but okay. But then, but then to be able to say I was instrumental in getting the U S government to admit that there are things out there that we have on video that we don't know what we're looking at. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. I just, I'm still going to give him a hard time for it, but yeah, I know you know, uh, but no, I, I'm with you at all I'd also choose Tom. Um, I think I, I, I personally, I think he's the heart of the band, you know, even though like Mark is, uh, you know, a little bit more serious and you got Travis who I think is probably the most talented of the three. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think Tom is the one who, again, just kind of lightens the mood. Like if you look at nine, you look at California, like they, they again, great albums. Mm-hmm. Um, and, but if you look at the older stuff, I think, I, I think his creative mind and just his like mindset, I think I just, I just hang out with the guy, you know? Right. And you know mm-hmm. what? Maybe, maybe we go uh, chase some UFOs. Absolutely. So. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> All right. But, um, Anything that you had, any questions or thoughts uh, before we uh, kind of wrap this Let's up? Let's see. Would you say that Blink-182 is your favorite band? Yes. If so, why? If not, why? Uh, 100% my favorite band. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just again, longevity, top to bottom. Like I can throw in – like even though I hadn't listened to Cheshire cat or, or damn it, or not damn it. That's a song or dude ranch really mm-hmm. like top to bottom. I didn't mm-hmm. feel like I was wasting my time, but like it was a great time driving mm-hmm. and being like, all right, this is some new stuff that I'm just discovering. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's hard for me to look at any other musical act and just be like, I like all of the stuff that you make, you know? So, right. cause even though, again, I kind of joked about having to take Cheshire cat and was like, that's still a good album. You know, I, I had, right. had a good time. So mm-hmm. what about you? I wouldn't say they're my, they're up there. Um, I would say in my, in my musical, my musical taste is all over the place and you know that. Yes, it is. Um, so I'm currently in my metal era right now. <laughs> All right, but Taylor. That's, but that's, Hey, listen, listen, buddy. We, we will not tolerate Taylor slander here today. That's um, a different podcast. That's another podcast <laughs> for another day. But I, I think my favorite band has to be my chemical romance. Okay. All right. My chemical romance. Cause I remember now that I remember the first time, that I heard them. I was, uh, again, grew up relatively conservative like you. And I don't think I was not allowed to watch it, but you know, I was scrolling and there was MTV and I was like, mm-hmm, this feels like something I'm not supposed to do. So I just kept it there. Right. And then I saw the music video for Helena and I was like, what is this? Mm-hmm. Whatever this is, I love it. Yeah. And 
I'm kind of with like, I, there's not a single album of theirs that I think I dislike. Um, but I mean, I think blink is up there. I think you could honestly switch them just depending on the day for me, sure. but yes. Cool. Well, we're about out of time, but I did. Um, so a segment that I'm going to do occasionally on this podcast is, a. Uh, a small business corner. So kind of bring in uh, some people who either run their own business, do their own like passion projects, whatever. So Dana was kind of um, letting you have the floor for a second to talk about, uh, about some stuff that you're, uh, that you're into. So. Yeah. Um, so I collider is not a small business, but it for <laughs> me is small business. You know, I do a lot mm-hmm. of, um, <clears throat> so I do a lot of writing. Um, I really love and enjoy writing and I recently got into it um, professionally. I actually had some opportunities to do that Um, and writing um, freelance for collider.com has been one of them. Um, So in addition to music, one of my loves and passions is movies. Um, And so I write a lot about movies I like and enjoy. Um, and I've recently started doing some, and I don't get paid for this, but like poetry, I've got some of mm-hmm. that put out. Um, I'm working on short stories and things like that. And so I hope to, I don't know if I'd say full-time career, mm-hmm. but I do have like a mental plan of like, I'd love to be a successful writer. And I know that looks different for a lot of people. And, I, yeah. and, and when you have, when we talk about it, I can explain more about what that is, but um yeah. I mean, I get paid to talk about movies, specifically horror movies, you know? Yeah. Um, and then on the other hand, do you I like can... horror movies? Yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> Another pot. Another pot. I know. Well, I know you're, I, I, you know that, but I guess the other people don't know. I arguably my favorite genre, not arguably. It is my favorite. It is genre. your favorite genre. It's yeah. Absolutely. My favorite genre. <laughs> um, and again, we can talk about that on the small business corner section when we do that. But, but oh, yeah. this, this was it. That was it. This was your oh, little, well, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you... but we could, we, we <laughs> no, could I mean, go more into it than another time. That's what I was talking Cutting about. Cutting you off, Daniel. You're done. Just kidding. No, but I think, uh, you know, I kind of talked about it in my first pod and it's like, that's kind of why I got into this kind of stuff. Right. It's like, mm-hmm. we're talking about success. Like what's successful. It's like, right. Are you having fun? Mm-hmm. And are you having fun? I'm I'm having a great time. There you go. That's what matters. So, well, awesome, man. Thank you for uh, thank you for coming on. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Thanks um, for having me, buddy. Absolutely, absolutely. Hopefully, the <laughs> listeners enjoyed as well. Um, if you guys have made it this far, again, I appreciate everybody tuning in. Um, like, subscribe, share, tell all your friends, all that kind of good stuff. Um, as promised. I do have a pod on Indiana Jones coming up soon-ish, so should have uh, should have another guest hopefully here in a in a couple weeks. But um, but yeah, Daniel's mouthing something, and it's like I don't know. It's not Daniel. It's gonna be somebody else. But anyways, um, thank you guys for listening to another episode of You Said It Best, brother. Hope you enjoyed this. Hope you learned a little bit about Blink One Eighty Two and why um, we're a little messed up. And um, yeah. So anyways, mm-hmm. peace. Now this is podcasting. (laughs) 